Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Hello there, friends. Welcome to a tradition unlike any other. Talking about balls, that's of course what we're talking about this uh, you week. You really practice on an entrance. Oh, I was ready for that. <laughs> I've been practicing well, my, the Jim Nance uh, uh, huh? all I day. Like it. Well, uh, anyways, welcome to Talking About Balls, ladies and gentlemen. We are live here from Studio 2, getting underway for all of you happy listeners at home. First and foremost, I always forget to do this every week. I'm not going to forget this time. The Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning Service LLC hotline. The number's at the bottom. I want you to call in 440-554-7251. Call that number today. What we want to do in the future, Kyle and I want to do trivia. If we get enough people to call, more interactions. I mean, we talk to plenty of people via the stream on the internet, Facebook, this and that. That's great. We love interacting. However, I want some calls. A couple things, though, as we start to show off about calls. I run a tight ship. Everybody knows that. He's a Nazi. When we used to do the show on Stereo, the app, people would leave messages. And I used to cut them off after like 10 seconds, maybe 15 tops. And I warned people, I have a short attention span. No offense to those listening at home. I appreciate you viewing and listening. But this is our show. We have the microphones. So if you want to communicate and talk on the show, that's great. But be quick. If you want to call, let's talk for 30 seconds max. That's it. I have a very short attention span. I don't need you to try to run your own show and give me every thought on your mind. Make it quick. However, back to trivia. Once we do trivia, we're going to be giving these away. Now, those of you at home, I'll <laughs> zoom in. You can go a little closer. It kind of matches the back It does. These here. are our official Talking About Ball stickers, okay? Not to be confused with Lee's, Lee Money's actual penis. Same size, everything. It's an exact replica, basically. Is that where you got the size from? Yeah, I, I just like I it. typed in shortest penis Steeler fan, and it was the first one to pop up. I don't know, I don't know why that happened. That's weird. So, so here they are, but these are the official Talking About Ball stickers. For those of you listening that want to con- con- contribute with trivia, we don't have anything ready today. This is just our introduction. It's coming, though. So... Yes, it is. All over something. <laughs> but, yeah, we will be giving away these stickers. To right, that size is all over yourself. We have an abundance. Yeah, it's not going to go very far. It doesn't have a lot of distance. <laughs> but, uh, but let's get right into it. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Masters. Kyle will be running that that segment. Because oh, no, you're going you're gonna to have some input, too. I mean, I actually I already discussed with Tim before you got here. He's going to cut the camera just to you. I'm going to take a little nap while you talk <laughs> golf. And then I think Kyle wanted to get a little soccer talk into. So I'm really going to sleep like a baby because that's boring as shit. So we'll get into it all. And plenty to talk about. But first and foremost, I am, of course, wearing the Cleveland Indians hat. I understand they're the Guardians now. I'm not doing this to be a rebel. This literally is the World Series 2016 hat. It doesn't come with a Guardians logo, and I'm not going to buy a new $45 hat. I love this hat. We went to the World Series. I had a great year that year. Cavs won a championship. What a great year 2016 was. Like fine wine. It was a great Fantastic. year. So I'm never going to not wear this hat, all because it has Chief Wahoo on it. Who gives a shit? I understand it's new. Uh, the logo's new, Chief Wahoo's gone, the Indians are gone, but whatever. This hat can never be replicated by the Guardians. It just can't. So history is history. I'm sticking to it. Speaking of the Guardians, though, Jose Ramirez, the Dolans finally, finally brought out the checkbook. It's about time. It really is. Now, I'm going to sound like a bitter old man, a bitter person when I talk about this, but I'm, I'm indifferent on this, on this deal right now. I'm, I don't know how to feel. Because there's part of me that goes, okay, you have Jose Ramirez, best player on the Indians by far. 
or Guardian, sorry, just trying to get used to it. Best player on the Guardians by far. You're giving him a brand new five-year, $124 million contract. Biggest contract the, the Guardians have ever given in the history of the franchise, which is very short because they used to be the Indians. But anyway, <laughs> it is, it's the biggest contract. Seems really recent. And normally the, the, the Cleveland baseball team doesn't keep their own. They, or if they do, they do it on a very cheap deal. If you're a really talented player like Sabathia, like Lindor, the list is endless. You're gone. You're traded. Yeah. We can't retain you. Michael Brantley, just to name a few people off the top of my head. Um, so them keeping Jose Ramirez was really, I personally thought, leading up to today, all the rumors of a contract extension were them doing a little little a housekeeping. Yeah, a it was PR strictly for what they did to Lindor. It was going to be, we made him an offer. Even though it's a huge low-ball offer, they want to say, we made an offer, he didn't accept it. Now we trade him. Now he's gone, just like what happened to Lindor. Right. But they want the fans to turn on the player, because look at it, look at Indians fans last year. What did they do? They just shit on Lindor. He didn't have a very good season with the Mets, so all fans did was go, well, that's why he $300 million. How could you give him that kind of money? What a bum. They just talk shit. It was one year into his contract. They act like it's, his career's over. His one bad year is just who he is for the rest of his life. Um, now with Jose, kind of was feeling... The same thing happening over and over again. I thought that's what we were going to do. Lowball him, get the fans to get on the side of management or ownership, I guess, and go, you know what, $100 million. I think they were offering him a $100 million deal for five years. So $20 million a year. Right, which is, extreme low, low ball. Which is low ball. Even, the, even this deal is, is, is a discount. It may not seem like it because it's a lot of money, but it is a discount. So I was kind of thinking they were going to do this. They wanted the fans to turn on him a little bit, side with the team, and go, these baseball players are too greedy. Why do they want these huge contracts? Let them go. Fuck them. And then we trade them. Well, it just makes me laugh, the fact that I feel, I feel like part of, like, Jose wanted to stay here. Like, I mean, how else do you accept this kind of deal if you weren't interested in staying with the team? Like, I feel like he could have been like, no, no, I'm, I'm worth far more than that, which he is. Absolutely. And I, I also feel like it's interesting that the Indians agreed to the no trade clause in the entire contract. Because, I, I mean, think about it. In a year or two, one of my friends made this post today my, on on a post I made, it says, you know, they're going to regret that no trade clause in a year or two when they really need to move him for pieces, you know, and, and it's unfortunate. I'm really, I'm really, really curious as to why they agreed to that. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like, and we've talked, we talked about this last Saturday briefly. Uh, we didn't get a chance to dig into it, but I think we both agree. It's unfortunate that we have a, have such a great player on this team and this teams and this, these owners are not willing to put other pieces around them. Absolutely. I mean, th- I, we said it on Saturday. Um, I feel bad for Jose. Right, to an I do too. Because he's this multi-talented player. He's great. One of the best players in baseball. Literally an MVP candidate. At least in the year last th- two years or three years, he's been like top three. Yeah, he's an MVP candidate, and he's stuck on a team that clearly doesn't put money into the the product. Right. They're more worried about making themselves money than they are making a good team. They're right. they're too busy bitching at the fans for not coming to games. They're too busy not spending money, trading p- good players, doing all these things. And then you have a player like Jose. You have a player like Lindor. who Lindor wanted to stay in Cleveland. He loved yeah. it here. He really did. And the Dolans wouldn't give him the money. They shipped him off to the Mets, mm-hmm. and he got that money. Right. It just goes to show you that teams can teams will pay these players. It's like the Deshaun Watson thing, kind of. Other teams are pretending to be mad right now, but they're just mad that they didn't get that guy. Mm-hmm. So it's them pretending, and it's, uh, again, with Jose, though, 
I'm happy that he's going to be here. It makes me really, really happy. Part of me wants to buy my first Guardians jersey to be a Jose Ramirez one. Oh, no. Because at least I have it for five years. You can't buy jerseys. It's, you you ruined no jerseys. Trade. Let's be honest. What are, we, what are the Guardians going to do anyway? Does it matter? <laughs> Does it matter? First time you wear that jersey, he's breaking something. We're so. going to go from 14 players with zero major league experience to 15 <laughs> if Jose goes down because we'll just call somebody up. It's not it's, I feel like they, 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 they have Jose. Now they have their center attraction. They have like It's like a circus. They have their main event. They have the guy who's going to sell the tickets, a little, at least a little bit of the tickets. I, I think I saw today they still have 2,500 tickets not sold for opening day. Yeah, they're very desperate. They're, they're trying to do promotions. They're doing buy one, get one for a future game. They're doing a lot of stuff because they're, they're, they're desperate right now. And I, don't I, think, I think I did see the buy one, get one, and also get a chance to play in the team too. They're actually yeah, offering that promotion. That's the April uh, or May giveaway. They're oh, waiting I the see. Weather okay. gets a I jumped nicer. ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's a bobblehead and play in the field. And it's I, a very big it. liability for fans to play in snow, <laughs> so they have to wait till next month. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like they just they paid the money. They have their star <clears> player. Now they can say, look, we have our star player. We we, we opened our checkbooks. You know, I saw so many Twitter people today say I, I, we, they opened their checkbooks. Why are you not happy? Well, I'm not happy because – they, they, they spent a lot of money for him, which is right. I'm glad he's on our team. Sure. But why are they not willing to spend the money for the pieces? And, and it wouldn't be that expensive to go out and get a couple, you know, mid-size, mid-level players that would complement Jose Ramirez, that would make this team at least competitive going forward. And they didn't do that. What's up, Dave? What's up, Chipper? Thank you guys for watching. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I look at it as you have Jose, you paid him. From my perspective, that doesn't deserve a parade no, for the Dolans. absolutely For not. me, that's, that's, that's expected. You have a great player on your team. You do whatever you can to keep him. So they did that. Now the next question or issue, I suppose, is where's the money for free agent? Right. Where's the money for a little bit more talent around Jose Ramirez? Why is he expected to do everything himself? You had that money in the coffers to pay him, but you couldn't go out and spend extra money for it. Right. And, for and it's on record. I mean, it's it's public Jack record. Peterson, the guy who threw us under the bus? You know? he, yeah, he really did. I mean, they, they wanted him. They lowballed the shit out of him, and he said, fuck you to the Guardians. And, and then, then he went on every and team under the bus, yeah. Him, which rightfully so. Um, paying Bieber and Plesak, possibly. I, I mean, Bieber's a Cy Young winner. Bieber's going to want to get paid. He's going to want Jose Ramirez money, if not more. That's what pitchers make in, in Major League Baseball. So I'm curious to see if they're going to be willing to give him that money. I mean, that's a lot of money to give around for the Guardians. Mike Puig cheap. is looking for a team. I thought he was on a team. Yasiel Puig? Yeah. I don't think he ever got on a team at all. Or is he just doing, like, side games? I mean, I would take him back as a bat, but, I mean, I don't, that's that's all he is, just a bat. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, he would he would start in right field immediately, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that, that's the big issue with me for, for keeping Jose Ramirez for this huge contract. It's great. I couldn't be happier that Jose Ramirez is going to be a guardian for the next five years at least. But what are they going to do around him? Third that's place my biggest in a, concern. Third place in the division is where we just locked ourselves into going forward. Basically, I mean, I, I can't imagine that this is going to turn them into a new team. This is literally the biggest deal they've ever made, and it is less than half of what some of other, some right. other players are getting. Right. It, his, his contract and his deal is, the. I mean, at least it, his only it covers the rest of the team. Like, he, he beats the rest of the team in their contract, like what he's making. It's insane. Yeah, he individually makes more than the entire team, the rest of the roster. Looking to now, sell the team, they got to have an all-star in the team. I mean, they do. They have Shane Bieber, too. He's still on the team. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, Bieber's there. Jose still there. They could they could sell the team this year, and Jose's still an All Star MVP candidate. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm not exactly sure what the future is going to hold with the Guardians. Does this mean that the Dolans are now going to be a, a spender no. or a buyer? No. Are they going to Are they no. going to start bringing in people? Absolutely not. 
they, I don't know. I think I think they 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 made this deal, and now they're they're doing this. They're sitting back going, "All right, <clears throat> we're done. We're good. Play the season, Terry. Yeah. Go out there and coach that team to a playoff." And we're gonna, we, we've done our part. We've spent. We've opened the checkbooks like nobody said we could. We spent our money. We're good. You have a team. Go coach the team. Yeah. And that's it. And then maybe come trade deadline. Let's say the the Guardians are are competitive. Let's say they're second in division. They're two or three games out going into the into the All Star week. Then you might see some moves. But I wholeheartedly believe that even the owners believe they're not going to be in any type of running this year. So they're not going to waste the money bringing anybody in because what what's what's it for? I mean, the the problem, though, with that, which I understand that that's exactly what their thought process is, but what irritates me is that you have a guy like Terry Francona who's not getting any younger. He's not getting any healthier. Right. He obviously missed most of last season with health issues, and, and they're going to be consistent, I would think. That this Talk is about Tito? Yeah. Yeah. This is a sign of things to come with him. And he's not getting younger. He's, he's the manager of this team. He's great. Give him some more. Let right. this guy go out with a bang. I mean, how close were we to winning the World Series in 2016, as I talked about when we opened the show? We were, the there. Next year, we were there. The next year, they they signed Edwin Encarnacion to the biggest free agent deal in Indians history, like sixty and, million at the time. I and believe. it didn't it didn't pan out. I mean, we made the playoffs, but that was it. Then they immediately traded him after that because they were like, "Fuck it, we don't want to pay this guy any more money." And then you have Terry Francona, who's one of the best managers in baseball history, who can clearly run a team. He's a leader among of, of men. Right. He, the the players listen. They they play for him. They play hard. Give the guy a couple pieces. Let's let him try to win again. I mean, he'll 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 get the most out of this team. Absolutely. Some, some, I made the joke just a little bit ago about who the hell are these guys in this roster right now. I feel like we're watching the major league movie. Then like you can't you don't know who half these it, people it really are. Is. But I I feel like he's going to get the most. He's going to get the most juice out of the squeeze here. I think Dave's actually listing the starting lineup: <laughs> Brandon Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Kevin Seeds, Lisa Summers, yeah, I think they're they're starting on tomorrow against the Royals. I, I would believe that, but I think he's going to get the most out of them. I, I still don't believe they're going to finish any higher than third. I think the White Sox take the division. I think it's going to be Minnesota in second, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised. And I'll say this now: I would not be surprised if the Tigers don't beat us out too. The Tigers have a young, hungry team, and they absolutely uh, they they actually spent a little bit of money this off season. So we'll we're going to do our all right, Chipper. You're running the show now. Jeez. You get in one little riff with Lee, and all of a sudden you think you're the producer. <laughs> uh, we are going to switch gears here and go to the Masters. I just figured Jose has to lead the has to lead the charge Jose, here. Jose, Jose, so Jose. So without further ado, ado, for all you golf fans out there, which I don't understand, we're going to talk about the Masters. I'm going to have Tim switch the camera to Kyle. Well, before Kyle, we switch to me, have oh, you ahead. never watched a golf a golf match ever in your life? Like five to ten minutes. Maybe. Okay, are are you are you not? enthralled by Tiger Woods like are you not are you not a little bit curious about this man who literally almost lost his leg a year ago coming out and playing in the granddaddy of them all when it comes to golf events no not at all no I right. don't care one bit I uh okay well I'll have a bunch of people I'll just I'll go on Twitter people are gonna tweet the tiger emoji and I'm gonna look at it and think about frosted flakes because it's my favorite cereal and then I'm gonna go oh shit they're talking about Tiger Woods there's golf going on right now and then I'm probably just going to turn on the Indians game or the Guardians game or whatever's on TV because it's baseball season starting up. Real sports. Uh, I mean, <laughs> all, right, I all right, let's get to the Masters. Fuck it. All right, here, here we go. Is. <laughs> all right, for those of you who don't know, not only is it my birthday week this week, it is Masters week this week. So, obviously, um, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest weekends in all golf. I mean, it, for, for those of us who love golf, I know some of you watching right now love golf. Chipper, huge golfer. 
I love, I mean, I'm, I love golfing. I'm not great at it, but we enjoy watching the Masters. Um, we all know a year ago, February 23rd, I believe it was, Tiger Woods got into a car accident. Was it his fault? Yes. Should he not have been speeding? We all agree. But we thought he lost his leg, and, at the, and we thought he was going to lose his leg. And at the time, I think myself and everyone included said, he's done golfing. The best he's going to get is he might play in the senior tour in two or three years, and that's the best we're going to get. And then last November, we had a father-son tournament in the PGA. Um, we had Tiger Woods playing with his son, Charlie, who <laughs> Charlie would probably beat my ass on the golf course, and a lot of our people who's watching right now is ass on the golf course. This kid's amazing. But you watch Tiger. He drove around in a golf cart. He swung. He looked He looked like the Tiger, kind of of old. But we thought that was it. You know, that's the most we're going to get. Fast forward to, I think, two weeks ago. Um, we had people, as we like to famously do, we were jet watching, like we did with Dan Gilbert back in the day, like we did with the Haslam's Haslam with, the, uh, with uh, Watson. Watson. Uh, people were watching Tiger Woods' jet, and he was flying from his home. I believe his home was, I think he was living in L.A. at the time flying to Augusta, Georgia, or maybe coming from Jupiter, Florida, flying into Augusta, Georgia, and people are like, oh, he's there practicing. This could be a potential that he, he golfs. Lo and behold, today at 11 o'clock a.m., Tiger Woods announced he is in the tournament. Um, and like he famously says, I don't, enter I don't enter a tournament if I don't believe I can win. So honestly, when Tiger jumps into a tournament, all eyes are on Tiger. All eyes are on this tournament. People watch it. People are just interested. And I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan of Tiger. I'm a huge fan of golf in general. But a um, couple of fun facts. And, of <clears throat> course, Justin, I'll, I'll me, ask you. Can I, have, I have a question Absolutely. Really quick before we start. Since you're on the topic of Tiger Woods before you change subjects. Yeah. What uh, what drivers is Tiger using this weekend? Uh, I believe it's I believe it's a Callaway, actually. No, no, no. I mean, what man is oh. driving him around <laughs> since it's not his strong suit? <laughs> Nice setup, by the way. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. All right. Continue. I've I been like, waiting on that one. I like the setup there. Um, fuck, I fell for that, too. I should have seen that coming. A um, couple of fun facts about Tiger. Obviously, Tiger's not the favorite to win this weekend. Those of us who enjoy golf, we know that um, the top three right now to win are, is John Ram, Justin Thomas, and Justin Johnson. Uh, Tiger, I believe, is like a 20 to 1 or a 30 to 1 favorite to win. Uh, Lisa's 40 to 1 odds. Lisa at 41. Okay. I was, I, was, I was a little close. 40 to 1. Okay. But still, I mean, I mean, Tiger. Tiger's only missed the cut once. Uh, he's only missed the cut at the Masters once, and that was back in '96 when he was an amateur. So the odds are in his favor to at least make the cut. But then again, he wasn't playing on a half broken leg at the time. Um, another fun fact about Tiger Woods, and since we're just sticking on this, he has won the Masters five times. He's only one behind the the Golden Bear, as they call him, Jack Nicholas. Um, I loved him in The Shining. Uh, wrong, wrong person. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> he's also. I feel pretty. Not that one. <laughs> no, not that one. Sorry. Um, Tiger Woods also won 15 majors. Um, he's also he's four behind again. Jack Nicholas, who's won 18. Sorry, three behind. Who's won 18 of them? A um, couple fun things over this weekend. The the fun thing I'm going to watch is I, I mean he's going to make the cut. How's he going to do? Um, it, it's going to be fun. F it, it, they start tomorrow. Tee off time. I think it's 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So I know a lot of myself and a lot of other people included are going to be tuning in to watch this. Um, but the one fun thing I wanted to say is that the Masters, and we all know about the history of, of the course, Augusta. We won't get too much detail. The one thing they have not changed in a very long time is their... Policy um, on black people. Yes, that too. Tim, any thoughts? <laughs> um, I didn't think so. Anyways, so <laughs> uh, is their food, their food menu, that they, they don't charge much for food. So a lot of prices nowadays, obviously, for food are just huge at sporting events. 
Um, they charge, and this has not changed in a long time, egg salad, $1.50. Um, barbecue sandwich, $3. The club sandwich, $3. Chicken salad on, um, on bread, $3. Ham and cheese on rye, $3. That's been the same price for the last, I think, 20-some years. And I will order all four. <laughs> I would fuck that food up. That'd be the best part of my weekend that's if I went That's the thing. There. Like, they don't change the food price. That's one of their, their, their lures is they want to stick with how it's been for the longest time, which is kind of cool. Is there a sign above it that says, the prices haven't changed since Lincoln abolished slavery? <laughs> it's just hanging up really big. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Since before we allowed Tiger on this course, the prices haven't changed. I see Lee said that he, uh, he volunteered to drive Tiger Woods, but no one responded. It's almost like someone fell asleep at the wheel on that one, Lee. Boom. Am I right? These jokes just write themselves when it comes. Oh to Oh yeah, Tiger. I forgot the beer. The beer menu is also extremely cheap too. I think it's like two or three dollars a beer, uh, IPAs and whatever draft really? beer too, which is crazy to me. Um, but the long and the short is, is it's going to be a great weekend for us golf fans. It's interesting to see what happens. Do I think Tiger's going to win? I don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to make the cut. I think he'll be competitive. But it's also going to open up more conversation to see does Tiger continue or was this just a one-time thing where he wanted to kind of get that, as they say, Mamba mentality where he wanted to come out and prove it to himself that he could still compete even though he's hurt. Um, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. It's a good time. Um, and real quick while we're on the boring subjects, as Justin likes to say, um, the United States men's soccer team. Anybody? Cheers. Anybody? No? No? Okay. Um, for the first time in eight years, uh, officially qualified for the World Cup. By losing. By losing, yes. What, like, I don't understand what golf. Kind of I don't understand soccer. Sport. I really don't. They lost, if I'm not mistaken, was it three to nothing they lost? I, I did yes. see the score the other day because I saw it, and I saw everybody was excited. And I was like, I don't understand. Why are you cheering for them losing and right. getting shut out? And everyone's like, well, by only losing by three, they qualify for the World Cup. It was, I mean, I think it was because they won the la- the first the first two or three games, and just by that didn't matter what they did in the last game. But either way, it is funny. They lose a game and they qualify for it. I just uh, I don't understand sports like that where you lose and it's something to be celebrated. I don't well, understand. The the funny the weird part about this is the World Cup's being held in. I'm gonna fuck this name up because I like doing it anyways. Is I think Qatar Qatar over in India. It's uh is it or it? Dubai. It's in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, I but think it's in, is it Qatar? You pronounce Qatar, it Qatar? Qatar, sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's over. Is that Dubai or is that, in, is that like... I don't know. Uh, it's anyways. over in one of those oil countries. Anyways, it's over in a really extremely hot part of the world. I guess that's why the, the World Cup's being held in December. But I guess the backstory is, is that while they were building these arenas and stadiums, so many fucking people died. And yeah, it's slave like, labor. It's like basically slave labor. People died on site. So while you're watching the World Cup this December... Let's all just give it give it up for the fact that they're literally probably running over people's dead bodies while they're they're scoring goals. Absolutely, literally built on <laughs> built on graves of mass graves yes. of people. Yes. So let's. I mean, keep... that's a really good segue by Kyle because he went from one slave based sport era or, or area with the Masters to another where slave labor killed a bunch of people recently. So yes, I... yeah, all this Master talk is making me <laughs> making me a little scared. My, my transitions yeah. tonight are on fire, so, so we're going to keep it going right now. Talking about all this. I hope your guy's shirt isn't cotton. <laughs> I, I think it is, actually. That's why it shrinks all the time. That's weird. Yeah, mine was from a machine. It wasn't hand-picked, so <laughs> oh. I nothing to do with it. <laughs> so that's my 10 minutes on... So do you have... We have people asking, do you, you have a master's pick? I'm sorry, did I miss who you said you think will win? Oh, I, 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 think, I think it's going to be... Um, I know you said not Tiger. No, I don't think it's going to be Tiger. I think Justin Thomas is going to win it. Um, he's... Uh, 
Yeah, there you go, Chipper. Yeah, Justin yeah, Thomas. Chipper has the same pick. You'll, Just, hear, you'll hear Chipper's pick on his new podcast starting next week. I hope so. I'm going to tune in for that. Uh, Justin Thomas is Tiger's boy. They, they, they play together a lot. Um, I, I think that he has the greatest chance. I think his odds are second to John Rahm, but I, I think Justin Thomas takes the win. Um, either way, it's going to be good. The, the weather's going to be interesting because I think um, two of the four days is rain and like below 60, so it's going to be quite interesting. Normally, it's like 75, 80. Um, and sunny down there, so that, that's going to play a factor too, especially for the older crowd such as Tiger, whose back fucks him up all the time. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch. I can't wait. Um, I can't think of a better way to, to bring in my birthday while watching a bunch of old men knock ball, white balls around in a course. Is uh, John Daly still golfing? I'm going to guess not. He is still golfing. Is he in the Masters? I don't think he is in the Masters. But if you ever get a chance to watch and, and follow John Daly on social media, he's the, he's the men of all men. Fucking oh, talk he's, shit. He's like one of the Chugs Miller Lights, yeah. golfs barefoot, swears up and down, smokes cigarettes, smokes while he's cigarettes, and everything. He has. The, he's one of the only exceptions. He's allowed to drive a golf cart around. Um, any 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 event he plays in, he's got the exception, lifetime exception. He can drive the golf cart around. Less accidents than Tiger Woods. So more Love power it. to him. Yeah, it's great. I uh, even though he's not in it. John Daly is my pick to win the Masters. Okay, I like that pick. I'm sticking with it's it. Good I'm pick. taking the field basically. You should put all your money on John Daly. If that's an option, I'll, I'd probably take it. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm done ranting and boring you with, with, with Golf Talk now. All right, everybody. I hope you guys are all pleased for the next, like, six months on Golf Talk. It's a... Oh, we met our quota for the year? <laughs> yeah, once in a blue moon kind of thing. <laughs> this is it. I think we've talked about golf twice so far since we've been doing the show, and that's twice too many. Yeah, I hope this is the only master talk I have to hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is it. We are done with it. We are abolishing masters just like they abolished slavery. It's gone forever. We're not talking about it anymore. Golf's not bad, though. I'm glad just, somebody likes it. I just can't get into it. It doesn't do it for me. All right. Great segment. Thanks, Chipper. Well, well I'll sneak some more in sometime. Don't worry about it. I'll have to pay off the extra money for we'll, it, but we'll I'll get them Talk a lot in. of golf on Chipper's podcast coming out <laughs> next week. Uh, it's called The Chip. Now, we are going to make a transition here, and we're going to talk about a real sport, college basketball. The national championship was just a few nights ago where Kansas, as you can see behind me, celebrating their victory over North Carolina. What a game. Did you guys watch all that? Yeah, it, it was uh, – it was interesting. Did you? I mean, the uh, I, <laughs> I winning into halftime. I was like, oh, this is this is in the bag. Fifteen point lead for North Carolina. Yeah, going like into halftime. this is so I this thought is the same thing. I actually, crazy to me that I was like, I changed the channel. I forgot the game was on because I'm yeah. like, all right, it's over. There's no way it's they over. come back. And uh, they did. Kansas may have managed to come back. North Carolina. What a, they they had a decent season. It was kind of up and down. They. I know Dave's a North Carolina fan. So it probably hurt him a little bit to watch that game yeah, on he Monday He posted night. a lot about North Carolina last week. I like North Carolina basketball because I'm a Michael Jordan fan, so personally they're my favorite That's basketball team. That's your only team. connection, is that? Yeah. Okay. Just growing mm-hmm. up, I loved North, well, Michael Jordan, so I decided to fall in love with North Carolina. Vince Carter for me. And Yeah, Vince Carter too. As, as years progressed, they, I mean, they had Jerry, really talented Jerry players. Stackhouse, anybody else? No? Nah. I'll take Antoine Jameson. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I, li- I like North Carolina, but I'm not like a diehard. It's like my, my love for Ohio State football. I like them. But when they lose and everything, I don't. It doesn't ruin my weekend. Like it is what it is. So North Carolina losing the game definitely sucked. But it was a really good game. Uh, the back and forth, the the nail biting action at the end of the game, just everything you want out of a national championship. Because as you said, it was looking like a blowout early. <clears throat> it looked like a game where it's going to be a twenty point lead and Kansas has no shot, so might as well turn it off. It's going to kill ratings. Right. Next thing you know, Kansas comes roaring back, and they did that multiple times in the in the in the, in the, uh, second, the tournament. Second half team, yeah. Yeah, they came back from huge deficits. They, they're a really good team. That's why they were one seed. That's why they won the championship. I think North Carolina kind of overachieved a little bit, if I'm not if I'm not. I mean, they were an eight seed, so, I mean. Yeah, I don't really think they had any business being in the championship. I feel like 
they would have had a harder time getting past Kentucky had Kentucky got not had not gotten knocked out by St. Peter's. In my opinion, I, I, I had Kentucky going a little bit further. <clears throat> I mean, I had Baylor going a little bit further too, and, and Purdue I think could have beat North Carolina, but that pesky St. Peter's took a <laughs> lot of took down a, David took out a lot of Goliaths in the tournament. Mike, I don't know who won the bracket. Chipper hasn't told us. He just said he passed out money already, so I'm not quite sure. So it was an anonymous payment. It went to Chipper's pockets. Um, I mean, he's got to fund his new podcast. Speaking of winning money, two things I, I saw I, point, I saw the stories of is somebody lost a million dollars on the spread because of the out-of-bounds call late in the game. Ooh. Um, in, in Vegas, somebody lost a million dollars because that, that did not cover the spread when they didn't score. That's that would suck. And the I'd other be fucking devastating. Right, right. And then the other one is remember that you know that mattress jack guy who always makes these famous bets on all these tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. He uh, bet at eight point eight six million dollars on Kansas and ended up walking away twelve point one million. Because he always does those deals where it's like, which of course he gets it uh, insured, he has it backed, so he'll make a deal and he'll say like, if if a team loses, then I'm giving away two million dollars worth of mattresses or something like that. Right, and. He ha- again, he has it all insured, so if it happens, I mean, it's a smart, great tactic. Sure. Every big event you hear I've about I've seen him lose a lot, though. I mean, oh, he's yeah. lost a lot of money. But again, when he does these bets, they, I, I forgot who was talking about it. It might have been a, a local radio show or something. And they were talking about how he insures that. So if he loses the bet, he gets all the money back for all the product and everything. Can we do away. that as normal people? Can we? I, we need his any, account. Any bet I that I make, can I just insure it? Yeah, I, um, I need his accountant for sure. Mike, Mike, you won? I didn't know that. Congratulations. On all of oh, your no success. Shit. Yeah, we couldn't be happy for you. I mean, I won my work bracket, but I'm not up here bragging about it. I, mean, I know, it right. Is what it is. Who fucking cares, Mike? Stop talking. I actually it's thought my bracket was busted last weekend, so I crumbled it up and threw it away. And you won? Two weekends ago. And then I came to work, and they're like, yeah, you're actually up. And if whatever teams in the Final Four, they were like, if North Carolina wins and Duke loses, then you win. I was like, no shit. Next thing you know. Oh, such a humble winner you are. You know, I'm not out here telling the world like Mike. <laughs> yeah, setting me up with a, hell, oh, who won our bracket? Make, oh, Making a I guessing did. game with like, hey, guess who? Like, <laughs> I won, but I mean, I'm humble. That's just who I am as a person. I mean, that's a stretch. but we'll... I left the J. Genie hat at home, so you're not going to get any of that out of me. Uh, but do you know what? I, I will say the entire um Yeah, no, March... Mike, I don't brag, because actually my bracket sucked. I had... Uh, Shocking. <laughs> I had... Who did I, I had Gonzaga winning the championship. I think we Kansas. all we all did though. So I don't want to brag about it because I didn't get my bracket right. I just had the most points. It's not as exciting to me. If I like nailed the championship and like the final four, that I'd be on your bragging for sure. But winning by like default, it is what it is. I'll take the two hundred dollars. Yeah, I think the entire March Madness was it was interesting though. A lot of upsets. Huge. I mean, everyone's a lot of deep fucked. runs that we had no idea we we're going to make. A lot of brackets yeah. were broke after the first weekend, so it made for very um very entertaining. TV and, and, and games. It so. really did. Most games were, you know, down to the wire, very close games, right. not a lot of blowouts, a lot of underdogs won, which is something you don't see that often. I mean, St. Peter, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they went the furthest that, I forgot what seed they were, 13 or Fif- something, 15. 15. They went the furthest that they're the only 15 seed to make an eight, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the uh, Sweet Eight or whatever, the, uh, the Elite Eight. Elite yeah, eight, so yeah. we got to see history, right? which, I mean, it sucks that it was St. Peter because... Nobody yeah, cares. We'll probably never do it again. It's not a big deal. I think we've been spoiled this year with just playoff sports in general. Over the football, playoff football was amazing. Um, now we get March Madness, which was amazing. So it almost makes you think that it's can't wait a, to be let down by baseball. A little bit of a conspiracy. Well, baseball might be even more interesting because they've expanded the playoffs. And, I mean, basketball's next, but yeah. And basketball could be exciting. Which speak of the devil, let's segue into that. Boom! Transition. Here we go. The NBA playoffs <laughs> are getting ready to start. 
And obviously, we have the play-in tournament. They've expanded it to a 10th team. So as you see behind me here on the board, uh, you can't see behind Kyle there, but at the bottom, you have the Nets and the Cavaliers as the 7 and 8 seed. You have the Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets as the 9 and 10 seed. In the Western Conference, you have the Minnesota Timberwolves and the LA Clippers, 7 and 8, and the New Orleans Pelicans, San Antonio Spurs, 9 and 10. Now, there I kind of moved a little bit. Yeah, you're good. We could see it. We read it off. It's all good. As you can see, though, as the arrows are lining up, you have the 7 and 8 seed playing. Right now, it's the Cavs against the Nets. Cavs would be the home team, and if the Cavs win, they advance. Loser gets to play in a second game against the winner of 9 and 10. So it sucks. The Lakers are out. They, they've given up. LeBron wants fucking out of there so bad. Russell Westbrook was a horrible move. Um, unfortunate. When you see a guy like LeBron James, you want to see him in the playoffs every year. But that team's just not good. I mean, they have nothing. It's AD, kind of Westbrook, LeBron, and nothing. It's a shame. But the Cavs, however, have locked in a spot. They will not make the quote-unquote playoffs. They are going to be a play-in team. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's the problem. The Cavs, uh, Ken Carmen, local radio guy, 92.3. Name drop. He he said it best. He said, it, you can't be mad at this Cavaliers team. They just ran out of gas. But we all knew that. We we, kind of, we talked about that beginning of the year. They blew their load. That we said that this cannot sustain the rest of the season. There's something's going to happen, whether it's going to be injuries, whether it's going to be they're going out of gas, yeah. whether it's going to be the defense is going to start just giving up more points because they don't have the legs, a lot of young talent. Evan Mobley is a rookie. He's not used to playing this many games. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, we, he we practiced set it today. He's expected to play. I think they play the game tomorrow night. Um, he's expected to come back, which is good. Right. Jared Allen not looking good. It's not looking like he's returning this year. Unfortunately, his finger hasn't healed the way they expected, which is a bummer. And, yeah, I mean, as soon as Allen went down, we were done. That's, oh, what, yeah. that's what screwed us. Even with Mobley, Mobley's in a bit of a rookie slump. But without Allen, we're, we're fucked. That's just the end of it. So the one good thing, though, is it looks like we're going to be able to hold on to that seventh seed, seventh seed I hope. I'm not enjoying who we have to play, though. No, I think the Nets are losing right now, though, to the Knicks. The Nets are playing horrible basketball, let's be honest. They have a really good team, but they're playing very bad basketball. Ben Simmons isn't going to play for them. That was a bad trade. They, um, they, they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but their team plays zero defense. And if the score stays, like I said, they were losing to the Knicks uh, a little bit ago when I was watching. Um uh, How did the Cavs lose last night? I don't understand that game. It's just, a, I mean, the Magic are tanking. The Magic are one of the worst right. teams so in basketball. You would the assume that was a win in the books for us. Just too many injuries. I mean, we got a lot of guys that shouldn't be getting a lot of minutes that have to unfortunately play a huge role in the team. Um, rather, ninth or tenth seed. I don't want to play the Nets. I hear you, but the one good thing about it, though, is that you play the Nets, and if you win, which the Cavs have proven they can beat the Nets this year, you automatically advance. You lose as the 7 or 8 seed, you get a second chance against one of those teams. So you're going to see 9 or 10 if you lose. I don't know what did Lee said and see what Lee said. Lee money. He said, wow, go figure, turn my back on every team, uh, wants out of L.A. now. Uh, why wouldn't Cleveland take back one of the best players in the league? Who are we talking about? We're back in LeBron talk? Yeah. He said, why would anyone want LeBron? I mean, for the right price. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blowing up this team to get LeBron. Oh, yeah. And he's not Mr. Turn My Back. Um it's actually really smart because he can organize a team the way he can. What? Look at what he did when he left Cleveland the first time. We've talked about it before. I'm not going to dwell on it. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers at the time when LeBron was here the first time weren't putting a good product around him. Look at the 2007 Finals. Look at how much LeBron had to carry on his shoulders talking about? That himself. team was solid. Exa yeah, when Future Sasha, Hall of Famers, baby. When Sasha Pavlovic, he, he couldn't even be a ticket taker at the uh, Hall of Booby Fame. Booby Gibson, hello. Yeah, exactly. Shoot, booby, shoot. 
yourself and get the fuck out of the league. Damon yeah, Jones. I no, renewable was a starter. Jamin, Jamin Jones, no D, no G, J. That guy, remember him? Z was out there playing with one foot. Drew I mean, Gooden. Yeah, God, those teams suck. Car, was that Carlos Boozer time back then, too? No, Boozer was no, off. Boozer was gone. gone, that's right. That yeah. was when he screwed us over. He never played with LeBron here. He, he screwed oh, over That's Gordon right, Gunn. he did, yeah. He left right. in 0-3. Yep. So, yeah, but back to LeBron. When he leaves teams, it's, it's part of the way Larry to Hughes. build the championships. Because, yeah, honestly, Larry Hughes, they they – they gave Larry Hughes good money, yeah. and he sucked. They just didn't put good pieces around LeBron, Eric so he Snow. left. Eric Snow wasn't bad. I liked Eric Snow, especially when he was in Philly with AI. That was my boy. Um, You're my boy, Blue. But you have you have LeBron go to Miami. They load the team around him. He wins a couple championships. And during that time, that gives the Cavaliers the chance to build the team that they had with the draft picks of Kyrie Irving, with the assets they acquired right. to get Kevin Love, to, to build this dynasty that they, they turned into for four years to get a championship. So you think he left again only to want to come back, knowing that this team is now going to be built? Yeah, because they... This, I mean, this talk's null and void because he's still under contract with the Lakers for yeah. another year, so... Yeah, and then he had to leave the second time because the salary cap situation was fucked from the championship, as you saw what happened right. with... Look at how bad it went with J.R. Smith getting out of here. Look at how bad it was... Um, hey, props since, to J.R., though. He's gone out there and got his degree, he's, and he's playing golf now. He should be in the Masters. For him. I think I'd watch it that he way. would not make the Masters. If J.R. Smith was in the Masters, I would watch it. <laughs> I see. That's where you draw the line. Um, you would say Durant or Curry is the best player in the league. I'm going to disagree with you on that one personally. Uh, Kevin Durant's really good, but I mean, how can you say LeBron's not one of the greatest because the Nets are barely struggling? Well, to survive are we, are we in talking the, the last ten years? I think it's LeBron. Are we talking this year? Yeah, this year LeBron's not the MVP. No. I'm not. I'm He's not, not the that. best in this year. But I mean, over the last ten years, if yeah, we're going to be one like of the best a, players in the league right co- now, yeah, collective. I mean, I think LeBron overall. I mean, this man is like what 92 years old, and he's throwing up what f- averaging 35 points a game sometimes, 32 he points is, a game. Uh, as of right now, he's the he's going to lead the scoring yeah, title. That's, he's gonna win at the his title. age, that's insane. Yeah, that's why he wanted to do it. He wanted a scoring title to show everybody that he can do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see him come back. He's winning points per game. Yeah, exactly. People are saying he's washed up. He's a points-per-game leader in the NBA. And that just goes to show you that he's not the problem in L.A. Everyone wants to just blame him because he because the team sucks around him. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. The guy gets hurt brushing his teeth. Russell Westbrook, some days he looks like one of the best basketball players on the planet. The next day he looks like he was on the 07 Cavaliers, and he wasn't named LeBron James. You can't blame LeBron. I, I, I implore you, for those of you that are hating on LeBron James right now, watch some highlight videos from the Lakers this year. There's a sequence that I watched the other day on, they have uh, highlight on Instagram. That's crazy. Well, it's it's not a highlight, trust me. It's a series where LeBron got like three offensive rebounds on one possession, passed it to wide open people. They missed every shot. Like, what more do you want the guy to do? He's literally single handedly trying to lead this team, and they just instead sucked. of passing, he should have scored. Yeah, I, I guess that's his only option at this point <laughs> is to go straight Kobe mode and just shoot it every time. So you see this bracket behind us. This I know we're not going to get too deep into it right now, but who do you who do you got winning? Ooh, that's tough. Um, just a quick check. Who, who you get coming out of the West? I was planning on doing this next week. I figured, but I mean, just a, just a, just a uh, quick. I mean, off the top of my head, I think the Suns are the team to beat again. They're 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 really good. Chris Paul might. Is this the year Chris Paul gets his ring? No, probably not. Based on <laughs> based on his track record. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to come down to the Suns for the West. I just think they're the, a really good overall team. It's going to be hard for me to find anybody. To you don't have to pick East. a winner. Just whoever your your West the and your is East wide is. open. So I mean, the East, honestly. I'm going to have to do some serious digging on that because it's anybody's game. I don't think the Heat are legitimate contenders, personally. Uh, the Sixers are very Jekyll and Hyde, uh, so I don't really want to pick them. The Bucks are getting really hot at the right time. They won the championship last year, so they have that that uh, like presence. They, right. they have the 
experience of being in the finals. So I guess gun to my head, I would say a repeat of last year's finals. I would go Bucks and Suns. That's kind of where I was at too. The Celtics confused me a little bit. I, I don't know how they maintained staying in the second uh, seed and how they've done. I know they come on late in the year. Yeah, they came on late. I just don't think they can sustain that through. But I honestly, I think my pick to the finals, at least right now, we'll get more into it next week, are the Bucks and the Suns. Yeah. But I That's would not be surprised right now if the the Warriors don't work themselves into the finals somehow, some way. Yeah, no, honestly, the uh, the East is is wide open, and the Warriors. I don't know. I don't think I don't think the Warriors have the depth to go all the way, and and I also don't think they're playing the championship level defense that they used to play back in the day. Right. I also think that they were kind of a fluky team, and this is just me being a little biased because I hate them because they beat us in 2015 without Kevin Durant, and I think that they were kind of overrated, if I'm being honest, without Durant. Hmm. Who chokes more, uh, Chris Paul or James Harden? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say James Harden because he's been playing like shit lately. Chris Paul usually doesn't choke. What happens with Chris Paul is he has a really good series, and then he gets hurt. It never fails. He yeah. gets hurt every or, or year. Or he fouls out of the game too. He has a lot of those games. He's a, too. He usually puts up really good numbers. It's James Harden is the one to keep an eye on because he hasn't really been that great of a fit for Philly as of late. When he first went there, he's been great. Yeah, I think Curry is still hurt. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Good, yeah. good point, Mike. But overall, even if Curry was healthy, I just don't think that the the Golden State Warriors, as they're currently assembled, are a real threat to win a seven game series against most of those teams. Either way, it's going to be interesting. And before we move on, what what is your true thoughts of this play in series? Are you are you a fan of it? Because honestly, it took me a minute to do all the math in the world to figure out exactly how it worked. No, I mean it's it's relatively easy. So you have your seven and eight seed. Winner right. advances. Winner gets the seven seed locked. The loser of the seven eight seed goes against the winner of the, the 9-10, and, and the winner of that that one game gets the 8. So do you like so the fact that most teams seem to make the playoffs and this whole play-in series? I mean, do you enjoy this play-in series? I mean, if the Cavs are the 6th seed, I love it. <laughs> okay. The Cavs right. are the seventh seed, so no, I fucking hate it because it reminds me of the Indians when they had the, uh, the, the wild one card game, game the, against the, the Rays. I talked about it on Saturday with Danny Salazar. I uh, I, I hate it. I don't like I don't like the, the fact that the Cavs had such a good season and it could literally end on two quick losses. Right. If they just if they play like they did yesterday against the the, the Magic, then they're done. I mean, they're not going to beat the Nets and they're not going to beat I would assume the Hawks could beat the Charlotte Hornets, I would think. But I mean, with so the if Hawks, they lose against the Nets, they play the winner of this. Yes. And then whoever, So even if the Cavs lose, they automatically get to play a second game and have yep. another chance. So just a one and done you're in. But it's going to be against the Atlanta Hawks who the Cavs just played last week and got blown out by them. Right. So I'm not looking forward to this playing tournament for the Cavaliers, honestly. I think this is the worst time for them to have a playing game. Buckle up. It's going to be a very long playoff series. I mean, playoff um, for, the, for the NBA. It's crazy how long it's going to be. Yeah, the, uh, the Internet's a horrible place to discuss basketball, honestly. I'm with you, Lee. I saw that the people are saying Draymond could lock up some of the greatest players of all time. There's no fucking way. There's literally no chance. Draymond Green would – Shaq would eat Draymond Green for breakfast. It wouldn't even be close. Did, did you, you have to kick him in the nuts? Did you see Shaq the other day? <laughs> yeah, I don't even think that would face Shaq, honestly. Did you see Shaq the other day on the, uh, the, the, the TNT show where they were talking about the future Hall of Famers and the Lakers, and he refuses to um, crown uh, Howard as a potential Hall of Famer? He hates Dwight Howard. Uh, I, kinda, I find that kind of funny. They're like, honestly. yeah, there's three Hall of Famers. It's like, yeah, no, no, there's four Hall of Famers. Like, no, there's three. <laughs> yeah, only four. No, there's four. There's three. And they named all these people. It's like, yeah, there's three. And so they finally got into the fact that he's talking about Howard. He's like, no, I stick with it. There's three. He doesn't like him. I mean, it, it is kind of funny that Dwight Howard was kept out of the 75 overall players. And he's really not given a lot of credit. If you look back at what Dwight Howard did in his prime in Orlando, he really was a great player. 
Yeah, in Orlando. He was one of the greatest defensive players of all time. He carried that team to the finals. They beat the LeBron James and the Cavaliers. Dwight Howard is a really, really, really good player who deserves a little bit more recognition than he's actually getting. Maybe a little bit more, but I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy. I, th- I think he is. He did enough. When you win you Defensive so? Player of the Year, I think he won an MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Took his team to the finals. Got a ring with the Lakers. I mean, what more do you need on your resume? I don't think he has enough. I, I mean, like, he did go to the finals. Um, and the, the the game that they played definitely suited him because it was him in the center and four shooters. Absolutely. So, the NBA, they adapted to him yeah. because they realized that what he does is he clogs up the paint, and they had guys like Hidu Turkoglu, Michael Petras. They had really good shooters around Turkoglu. him. <laughs> they had yeah. Nelson. Uh, yeah, Nelson. They had Mike. Uh, like, yeah, you, you said Michael Petras, I think. Um, yeah, they had. I mean, they had a really good team. And then even then, though, overall, that team wasn't that great. Rashard Lewis, I think, was there. Yeah, he was. Right? That was before he started Shooter. fucking LeBron's wife, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. A lot of classic jokes about LeBron. But, uh. But, yeah, no, Dwight Howard, I mean, it, do I think he's a first ballot lock Hall of Famer? No, but I think he would deserve to get in just by his his credentials. I think Shaq's going to go to the grave making sure he doesn't get in, though. Well, he better die quickly <laughs> then because I don't think Dwight Howard's going to be playing forever. He's, he's looking a little washed up these days. I would love to be in see a prime Shaq versus Sha- uh, prime uh, Dwight. Uh, oh, it'd be interesting. God. I mean, Shaq wins it all the time, but it'd be interesting. Yeah, just by sheer size, Shaq's so much heavier. Like, yeah. you just body him down. But Dwight Howard, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was he was jacked in his prime. Yeah. I mean, I think the only Shaq that loses against him is is, is Boston Shaq. Cavalier Shaq wasn't in Cavalier great shape Shaq either. either. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> and then he, uh, he came here and realized Cleveland has some good restaurants, and he, he wasn't afraid to eat at them. I mean, I mean, Orlando Shaq was the beast, the athletic jump over people type Shaq. The Laker Shaq was the prime creme de la creme Absolutely. Uh, Shaq where he was just everything, the beast down low. He was athletic. But, I mean, those two right there. But anything past the Lakers Shaq, yeah, he definitely took the. Uh, he Shaq was good. Oh, that's right. That's I true. About yeah, he helped Shaq. Dwayne yeah. Wade get that yeah. ring. I did forget that he went there. Yeah, that was a good time. Shaq, I mean, unfortunately, age just catches up with you, and that's what happened with Shaq, especially when you're that big. You eventually start slowing down, and that's just. That's how it goes. Yeah, the, I forgot he went to the Suns, too. He did. He was with the Suns. Sun Shack. Cavs. Cavs the, Shack. The Boston. Celtics. He bounced around, Baby man. Davis Shack out there. It. Yeah, Glenn Big big Baby Davis. <laughs> I fucking hated him. All right, we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to go to Major League Baseball because tomorrow is opening day, ladies and gents. Do-do-do-do. Who's excited? I'm not going to lie to you. I Googled today, like, the schedule for when opening day was coming. I didn't know it was tomorrow. You didn't know honestly. it was tomorrow? Honest to God, no. I thought it was next week. That's home openers next week, yeah. Right. I thought the season started next week, too. You're not, you're not going to get up tomorrow morning and have your baseball gear and ready to go, excited for the, the no, opening day kickoff? The or... game's at 4. I'll be out of work. It'll oh, be okay. fine. I'll go home and watch it. <laughs> um, it's going to be mostly me going, who the fuck is that? <laughs> who? Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, I'll be Googling. Who, it'd be like, that, it'd be like a skip back in the day. Who's on first? It literally, but it's no joke. It's literally going to be me going, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> who just got a hit? Tell me more about this guy. Throw his resume up on the screen. I already warned my wife because she's not the biggest baseball fan. And usually when we go to games, she, she spends a lot of her time going, who's this guy? Well, you know, I never heard of him. And I said, just so you're aware, you're going to be doing that a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And I said, and you're not going to be alone because I'll probably be doing it as well. You'll both be on your go, phones Who? Googling the history of these players in the team. It's unfortunate, but that's just how the Indian their guardians are. They're, 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 they're going again. I said earlier in the episode, 14 guys on the opening day roster, zero Major League Baseball experience. Usually you, you roll with a few. 
you have a couple of young guys. You want to get them some, some major league experience. You want to have some rookies, some young talent. We're going 14. That's crazy to me. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's, Kazam Shack was really good. That's a good movie. Underrated. My name is Kazam. I got the whole plan. No, you're fine. I, I like that movie a lot. In. That's cool. When that kid got the uh, the the rain shower of, of cheeseburgers and, and junk food, I love that scene. As a little kid, I was like, why can't that happen to me? Did you ask for it? I never found a magic lamp. I'm still looking. <laughs> Jay Genie doesn't grant witches. I was like, where he does Jay Genie come from? Where did you find you, him at? He just tells you the truth. That's what oh, he does. Oh, I see. He just came up straight out just to your door. I He's got like it. a fortune teller. Except he waits till the fortune already came to true to, to rub it in your face. That's what Jay Genie does, and that's why I love him. But he doesn't grant wishes, that unfortunately. giant asshole. If I had the receipt, I'd send him back, but unfortunately I'm stuck with him. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about Major League Baseball. We have our predictions because the season does get underway tomorrow. Let's start with it. Uh, let's go Cy Young first. I feel like it's been a long time since we've talked baseball. It has. It's almost like there was a lockout. It's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's delayed a couple of weeks. Cy we Young. We would have done this segment a few weeks ago, but That's true. Those thanks fucking to lockouts. the Players Association, here we are. We do an AL or NL first? Uh, dealer's choice. I'll let you decide. Start us off. I'll kick off with the AL since we are an AL division. Um, I, I kind of toss the idea around a lot, but I think the only choice, only person I'm thinking of right now is going to win it, I think it's going to be Garrett Cole. I think he... Um, I'm not saying he's a lock for it, but I think he has the greatest chance to win the Cy Young this year. That's a good choice. Uh, yeah, how many times did we get no hit last year? Was it four? I mean, we, we tied the record, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I thought we beat the record, but they weren't going to count that one game because yeah, it was seven innings. Yeah, they didn't count one because it was only a seven inning. So I thought technically so that we means technically we, tied we tied it. it. So but we, in theory, we, we beat the record. We beat it with an asterisk next to it. But, yeah, we got no I hit I think it was lot. four. I think it was four times. And I think that's the reason that they brought up. I forgot his name. It's like Chen or something like that. Oh, that's the reason. I know we need Greg Sherwood here, our baseball expert. And unfortunately, Greg, this was kind of a last minute. I honestly didn't know the season started today. Otherwise, I would have had you on here. But uh, maybe next week well, if you're free, Greg. Greg, you were asking too much for your salary um, to bring you on tonight. So let's talk more about. Yeah, that. the Dolans actually asked us to contribute to the Jose Ramirez contract, so we are short short on cash right now. These we'll are just predicts, Greg. Strapped. So we would love to have you on next week if you're free, and we'll talk more detail baseball then. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah, there's a guy that the, the Guardians are actually trying to promote. I forgot his name. It's like Chen or Yen or something like that. And they're talking about how he's just a great contact hitter. Oh. They're like, yeah, this guy just he, he makes just, contact. Just puts the bat in the ball. That's it. So maybe that's the they're, – they're going with these young guys that can just hit the ball because they're trying to not get no hit, which is smart. I'm not going to lie to you. That was pretty fucking embarrassing. We don't want that year. record again. We got year? no hit so many times last year. It was honestly embarrassing. Uh, but, yeah, so ALC, Cy Young, I'm going with Garrett Cole as my pick, early pick. So I thought about that. Garrett Cole obviously is a great pitcher. However, when they cracked down on that sticky shit last year, sure, he sucked. He wasn't very good. He went downhill. So for me, I need to see him play well without the sticky shit. Now, however, Quan, that's it. I was in the ballpark. I was close enough. Um, oh, Stephen Quan? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> His name could be fucking Carl for all I know. Carl Quan. That sounds like a nice name. Nice wholesome name. But, uh, but yeah, so I thought about Garrett Cole. But he, he really went downhill after they cracked down on the, on the sticky shit. The sticky tech. However, so did other players. Shane sure. Bieber yeah. immediately got hurt. Uh, James Karinchek sucked. Jacob deGrom couldn't stay healthy after they got rid of it. So a lot of pitchers you can show or you can tell were really relying on that, and they needed to change the way they threw the ball. Their mechanics had to change. And doing it midseason like that clearly fucked a lot of them up. And it, it kind of showed their true – I won't say true colors, but it, it – 
took them out of being dominant pitchers. Are you about to tell me a guy who right now who doesn't use sticky tack? That's who you're going to pick? No, I'm picking a guy that I think did use it and it fucked up his season last year, but I'm sticking with the hometown. I'm going Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber for the AL doing it. Cy Young. Now hear me out here. I want to talk this into existence. Oh, you're going to? Okay. All right. Shane Bieber won the Cy Young during the COVID year. He did? I was on record for saying, I don't know if Shane Bieber's really that that good of a pitcher. I think it's more during the COVID year, we were playing a lot of the AL Central, and they sucked. Most of them sucked. Right. Those teams were not good. So Shane Bieber was really taking advantage of just playing lesser talent. Yeah. So last year, he was he was fine. Then he got hurt because they got rid of the sticky tack. So now I'm going to go back to Shane Bieber. I'm going to speak this into existence. I want Shane Bieber to prove me wrong that it wasn't a fluke in 2020. He's actually a really good pitcher. And I'm going to pick him to win the Cy Young. So you don't believe he's going to win. You're just hoping he wins. A little bit of both. Okay. I, think he, I also, the, my other concern with him, too, is that what's really going to hurt him is he is not going to get run support, is my fear, my huge fear. Yeah, so, there's no way we're going to put runs on the board to help him win games. That's what I'm worried about, is, is he might go out there and throw, you know, a, an eight-inning gem, give up two or three runs, but that's, I thought that's about I thought about Granky Greg. I really did because we go back. He's going back to Kansas City, right? Yeah, yeah. I I thought about that. I just don't think he has it in him for the entire I, I year. Saw, there's a couple guys that I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe it shows you how little I pay attention to baseball. I guess, but I saw a couple. I won't say Vegas picks, but it was just a, a, around the league. It was from ESPN. They were having people vote on who they would give a, a vote towards for their Cy Young pick, and like Chris Sale had a couple votes. Yeah. Do people really think Chris Sale could win a Cy Young again? I kind of thought I he was I guarantee you Google to see if if he still played baseball, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, immediately. I was like I thought he retired like 3 years ago. So I was I was shocked when I saw that there are people legitimately picking Chris Sale that they think could win the Cy were these, Young. Were these kids they were asking this question? It was on ESPN. It was oh, really? it was legit Major League Baseball beat reporters. Wow. But uh so yeah, so my pick's going to be Shane Bieber. All right. And then I will get us into the National League. Do it. I'm going Max Scherzer. I think the Good change pick. of scenery going with the Mets. The I think Mets, the Mets yeah. are they're, they're all in. Stephen Cohen is not fucking around. He's paying a lot of money. He but your Mets fan, your, your Mets win. friends are excited. Well, oh, they're they? fired up. However, they did get the bad news of Jacob Degrom is hurt again. Go figure. Yeah. So they are very devastated about that. Was he their number one to start the season? Or was oh yeah, Scherzer, Jacob Degrom is yeah, their ace yeah. for sure. Uh, Scherzer's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you have a literally one A one B. You don't have a one and two with those guys. Uh, but he's hurt, so it is Max Scherzer's team to to, to carry now. And I think with Max Scherzer's pitching ability, and I think the Mets may be healthy. I think Lindor turns his career around a little bit. And I think the Mets are going to be a team to, to, to keep an eye on, and especially Max Scherzer. I'm going NL Cy Young, Max Scherzer, first year in New York. Solid pick. I like that. Uh, mine came down to two. I was back and forth in these two. I was either going with Zach Wheeler out of Philly yep. or uh, Carlos Rodon out of the Giants. But I'm going to go with Zach Wheeler for um, NL pick for uh, Cy Young out of the Philly, out of the Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies, yeah. I brain twisted first. I'm like, what? Phillies? I was waiting to see which team you were going to say. Yeah. And I'm like, Eagles. I think he's got it right. The Eagles. Egg, Eagles. The Eagles. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think Zach Wheeler wins it. Um, just my my pick. I don't know. I mean, he's a great pitcher. He did great last year. The year, great sure. year before. So I, I don't see why not. And he almost came close last year too. So we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go MVP before we do champions. AL or NL? Again, dealer's choice. I'm going to go AL first, and I was between two of them, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the, the team that I and not to give spoiler, I think this guy's going to be get a ring this year too. I'm going Vlad Jr. as AL MVP. Um, I think this kid's going to have a hell of a year. He's had a hell of a year the last couple of years. Well, you like him. He's I a do. great baseball player. I'm, I'm a bigger um, fan of his dad personally. I love Vlad sure. Guerrero, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but I think I think Vlad Jr. is going to take the MVP this year. 
I could see that. Absolutely. He actually is my pick as well. For oh, the American okay. League. Yeah, Interesting. I, we're on the same page. I think Vlad Jr. is a great player. My other one was Otani is kind of just a, you know, because I think he's going to have a good year too. But So I think he could. And they, they changed the rule to where you you can he can pitch and play in the field so they don't right. have to take him out of games and shit like that. So he's only going to get more at bats and right. up his stats. My thing, though, that this is just a gut feeling, again, it's kind of like the Bieber pick. I don't want to speak this into existence. I don't wish injuries on people unless they're on a rival team and I really fucking hate them. I have no ill will towards Shohei Otani. However, he gets hurt a lot. Yeah. So he had a great year last year. He stayed healthy, won the MVP, was phenomenal. For some reason, I've got this weird gut feeling of this could be the year he gets hurt again. I don't see him keeping up with what he does for the next. I think maybe he's got three more years left in him of doing yeah. pitching and hitting, and then he's going to have to make a decision. I think the decision is going to be moving to just hitting. Oh, he's going to bat for sure. Yeah, yeah. you, you, I, you I have a longer I, career. As I a just don't see him keeping this up. I think the, the, this year, maybe two or three more years. I could see that is the the sweet spot of him doing both, and then he's just going to switch over to one hundred percent to hitting. Yeah, again, I'm just kind of going with my gut feeling, and yeah, it's I just, could see that though. That's, he hasn't been hurt in a while. He's kind of known for getting hurt. That was kind of his thing. Like he was up, he was a huge, you know. The, the talk of the town, and then he's hurt. So yeah. I'm just, that's my gut. I think Vlad, I think if he stays healthy, I still think Vlad Jr. could win the MVP. He might yeah. have that great of a season because Toronto is loaded. They are early predict, predicted to at least make a long run in the in the playoffs. You never know in the postseason, whatever baseball wants to call it. Um, but yeah, Vlad, Vlad Jr. is a great player. Otani's a great player. I just went with my gut going Vlad Jr. I like it. Now we switch over to National League. Got a little bit of a wild card here. This one's going to cut deep for uh, our boy Chipper. He can maybe talk about it on his new show whenever that debuts. I'll look forward to it. The Chip. Freddie Freeman. It should be called Chip on My Shoulder or something like that. He should be after That's this guy left his, left his team high and dry. I do all the writing for you here, Chip. All right, you're welcome. Um, I'm going Freddie Freeman. Freeman, huh? First year in the Dodgers. I think he's got a lot to prove. Um, I just think he wants to go there and show that he can do it without the Braves. And I know they just came off a World Series championship, and I think the Dodgers are fucking loaded. The Dodgers, spoiler alert for me, Dodgers are really, really good. I expect them to have a really good season and go far. When are so, they? When are they never loaded though? That's the thing. Right, but they just keep getting better. They just keep adding pieces. I mean, they have Trey Turner now. They have uh, Freddie Freeman. I just, I, I think Freddie Freeman's got something he wants to prove. A lot of people think he was kind of washed. Should have taken a nice discount to stay in Atlanta. And I just think he wants to go and, and show the world that he could do it without them. So. I'm going with uh, Freddie Freeman for my surprise pick for the National League. I'm not going to lie to you, I was torn between picking him and Juan Soto. I think Juan Soto is really good. Well, way to spoil mine. I'm just saying, 50-50 chance. Because Juan Soto was mine. My other one, though, is another player on that team was Mookie Betts. Was my, Betts was my okay. other guy that I thought might have a chance at it because of just how loaded they are. Yeah, the Dodgers are so good, it's almost one of those pick-your-poison. Right. But I think Juan Soto has a great chance of taking it. Yeah, um, Juan Soto's only gotten hell better. Hell of a fucking player that guy he's, is. He's, what, 23? He's so young. young as hell. So young. It's just a shame he's on Washington. I mean, right. they won the championship with him a few years ago. But that, that gives, I think they that don't gives have him right a one-up advantage in possibly winning the MVPs. When you're on such a team where you're not like a loaded team and you're the star player and you can maybe bring that team into the playoffs, go deep run into the playoffs, you just give yourself a better chance of winning the MVP. Oh, here we go. I was going to say that, the chip shot. Chipper's host option doesn't kick in for another 10 years, so it's going to be a while for the chip shot. That's actually not a bad name, the chip shot. I was, I was just about to say it, but I, I didn't like want to interrupt. I was going to ask you guys how you felt about the chip shot. Chipper, you better like get that. under and trademark that name before Lee does. Yeah, I'm actually, let me file that with the, uh, file the LCC <laughs> We'll do it right while now. we're recording. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I like that. So that's a good pick. I mean, it's, it's be interesting. I think we both have pretty solid choices. Yeah, again, I, I mean, my, my, my gut instinct wanted to go with Juan Soto for MVP, but I'm just going to go with a wild card, and I'm going with 
Going with Freddie Freeman just for shits and giggles to keep things interesting. And now we move on to the creme de creme, de la creme, whatever the saying is. I don't speak French. It is the championship or the World Series. Who do you see is going to be in the World Series boop, this year? Boop, 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 boop. I'm going Blue Jays and Dodgers is the uh, World really Series. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> Blue, Jays and, Blue Jays and Dodgers, I think they're both loaded. As Hold them up. Hold, Hold both of the papers up. Oh, I don't I believe know. you guys. I have no problem so showing it. right not. there. Print it out. I'll we show you. We you show me yeah, yours. We didn't talk Mine's before. Right there. There's mine right there, written out. Yep, That's sick. Toronto That's versus sick. LA. Yep. Spoiler alert, I have LA as the champs. Blue Jays versus Dodgers. And trust me, we didn't talk about this before we did any of this. So. Who do you have as champ? I have Blue Jays. Okay, so we have difference. Difference, uh, difference there. Okay. That's so it's sick. Not, it's not exactly the same. Yes. It, I have what the are the odds? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think the I think it's going to be a um, very dominant season for the Blue Jays and AL. Their team, like you mentioned, is loaded pitching yeah, and they, hitting. They're really good. I just don't see anybody getting past them. Um, I think it's going to be it's going to be an easy division run for them too. I think you're going to see the downfall of the Yankees and the downfall of the Red Sox too. So um, it's going to be very interesting and, and and fun baseball. I think finally to see other teams I'm, I'm come out of the AL. Start. I, I'm also I'm kind of happy with the lockout because it did get us to a little bit closer to warmer weather. I still expect more snow coming in Cleveland just because that's just what happens here. It just snowed the other day. I mean, obviously we can't escape the cold weather for a while in the beginning of the season. But just knowing that's a little later and we're a little closer to summer. Baseball starting tomorrow. Yep. It's just a nice, nice change. I'm excited for it all to start, even if the Guardians are. It's just the first sign of spring slash summer. Sure. Um, it's just it's a, it's a good sign. However, I'm expecting wholeheartedly next Friday with it being opening day, and I don't know about you. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably go downtown have a drink or two. It's going to be ice cold. I'm sure. More than likely, that's usually last year was actually really nice out. Uh, was it two? So. Was it two years or three years ago? It was like. 20 degrees or 18 degrees and windy. Yeah, it's usually every other year. So <laughs> last year was kind of nice. This year's going to suck. We're going to be just, screwed this year, yeah. It's just how it goes. All right, well, we are at that point where we take our break, so we're going to go away for a little bit, and then we'll be right back with some ad reads. We know you guys love doing those. And uh, and we got plenty of NFL stuff to talk about. We got a big trade that happened. We have tip, uh, just the tip. Plenty of shit. We're going to break down, if you're a fan of any team from the AFC North or the NFC North, we're going to break down the North today. And we're going to talk about their team needs and their, where they're picking, what we expect them to pick, et cetera, stuff like that. We're not giving names, though. That's for the draft special. Talking about balls is going to have the best draft special on Redline Radio that you've ever seen, you've ever heard. What's the date on that? Uh, that's going to be the 27th. We're doing it Wednesday the 27th, the day before I fly to Vegas because I'm going. And can't wait to do it. I love doing mock drafts. We're going to break it all down right after this break. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our break. A little quick one today because we've got a lot to talk about and we want to get it all in. So, obviously we're here. We're live. We're at Studio 2. We couldn't do this without Studio 2 being so state-of-the-art, being so fucking beautiful. Shout out to Lisa. Lisa Summers, the Growing Wings Adult Service Studio, the official sponsor of the state-of-the-art Studio Number 2. Growing Wings Adult Services has five years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. Give them a call. More information, call Lisa, 234 234- 334-7547. Also, shout out to Lisa. She has a new show, Sugar and Spice, Lisa and Jamie. Debuted, technically it debuted Saturday. Did, but, but the show. It's weekly. Uh, slot is Wednesdays, 5 to 7, right here at the beautiful Studio 2. Sugar and Spice, check it out. Give them a give them a listen if you don't mind. Tell them talking about balls sent you. 
That's amazing. You know why we have such a beautiful studio? Why is that? Oh, well, it's because Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement came in here and did all this. I mean, this looks amazing in here. Um, Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. If you have anything you need done in your house, whether it be bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, you need someone to build a red room for you in your basement for you and your missus. They don't judge. I don't judge. You don't judge. Um, they'll do it for you. Give Will a call today. It's 440-731-7654. Tell them that, T that Redline Radio sent you. They'll take care of you. They did a great job here. This is why we, we love recording out of the studio. Um, they can't do any wrong for you. You know, when you get done telling them that Redline Radio sent you, why don't you head over to Strongsville and tell one of one sports cards and memorabilia <laughs> that JG sent you? It's, you're going to talk into an existence. I know, I'm, I'm still sticking with that. Um, honestly, though, go to go to one of one sports cards memorabilia. I'm a huge sports card and memorabilia fan myself. My basement walls can attest to that. I got a couple bare spots right now. The Browns have made some moves. We have some guys that have come and gone. So I took some of the jerseys down. I've sold some stuff. I've moved on. How long until the Baker stuff goes? As soon as one of one sports cards memorabilia buys it off me, that's when it's going right to him. Um, but honestly, though, if you want to get some, some autographs or some cool gear for any of the new players in town, we have Deshaun Watson here. We have Amari Cooper now. If you want to look for anything from them, the place I recommend going to, one of one sports cards and memorabilia in Strongsville, located at 13221 Prospect Road. Again, tell them JG sent you. Give them a call right now, 440-638-4044. They're probably closed because it's almost 11 o'clock. But call them anyway. If they have a voicemail, you say, JG told me to call. Then hang up. That's it. Leave it just like that. I don't want them to have any idea what you're talking about. But go to them if you want anything Cleveland-related, any sport, any team. They're the place to go. Check them out. So after you leave one-on-one, -on -one, you head over to Incredible Keepsakes in case you want to put some of that stuff you just bought into a cool case or you want to put some, like, you know, build it into, like, a thing you want to put on the wall. Because you know what? Over at Incredible Keepsakes, Diane's going to take care of you. She's going to help you out. She's going to help you get what you want, whether it be a shirt, a red line shirt, whether it be any kind of design shirt you want, whether it be a sports memorabilia, you want to do, like, a shadow box or something. I'm sure she can take care of you over there. 440-242-9648. Uh, Diane will take care of you. And her famous quote we will never forget is cherished moments are made to last forever. And you know what? Truly, they are. I, I, I truly believe they are. Absolutely. They make great stuff. It's going to last a long time. Great quality. That's the place to go. Now, we have a mutual friend. Oh, boy. You know this friend. He likes to dress like a cowboy. Andrew Summers. Shout out to Andrew Summers. Great guy. So we're hanging out the other day. He's wearing his cowboy boots. He's got spurs. They're making a weird noise. I look at him and I said, what's going on with those things? And he said, you know, the spurs aren't meant to be up in this Cleveland climate. A lot of water, a lot of salt. They also make snow. a lot of noise, too. He said, they get rusty. I'm like, well, what do you do with a rusty spur? He said, well, you take it and you get it fixed. And I said, you know what I do with a rusty spur? I go in and I have a fucking beer. That's what I do because the Rusty Boom. Spur Saloon is the biggest hole-in-the-wall bar in Las Vegas. It's been voted for two years in a row. I cannot wait to check it out. I'll be going to Las Vegas in a few weeks now. Cannot wait. Definitely stopping into the Rusty Spur Saloon. Got to tell them Dave sent me. I look forward to that. I love hole-in-the-wall bars. And I was going to go with one other direction with this, but you know, just following what you're talking about, you know what would make the hole-in-the-wall bar, the Rusty Spur Saloon, just creme de la creme? You know what would just top it off? Is you had music playing. A live band playing. You know the best band to get going is the official band of Redline Radio, Bad Juju. Um, I've, I've heard their music on, 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 on Facebook when Dave's been to shows. I haven't been to a personal show yet, but it's definitely on a bucket list item this summer to take, to check them out. Um, give Dan a call to book a, um, to book them out, to come out and play for you, play for your event, play for a venue. Give them a call. It's 440-225-0511. You won't be disappointed. They do have some great music. Yeah. And they're always promoting. I saw their Facebook page. They're always promoting a, uh, a package where you can hang out with them. 
you can get on a bus with them, a tour bus, and you can party with them. They'll take you to another city. They'll play a show. It sounds like a great deal. I highly recommend checking it out. If I if, if the dates worked for me, I would totally do it, and hopefully they have one coming up that I can get to because that sounds like a fucking blast. Now, you're listening to us. We're here on Redline Radio. I already talked about Sugar and Spice as a new show coming on, but we have plenty of shows that have been going on forever. If you guys want to check out some great shit. Lots of shows. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, literally any day of the week that ends in Y, Redline has a show going, and I highly recommend checking it out. Of course, our producer, our very own Tim Buck 2. Tim Buck Tuesdays. His show was great last night. I was listening to it. He was talking about chickens and eggs and how chickens are the greatest bird in the world. Greatest bird. I didn't hear one lie. I'm not going to lie to you. That shit was perfect because I love chicken, and there is so much you can do to it. Or with it, I should say, not to it. I'm not a weirdo. Oh, no, me, continue that thought. preface that. <laughs> continue that thought. You were going with it. It's okay. I am not a chicken fucker. We've all seen Super Troopers. <laughs> all right, everybody. But, yeah, so you've got Tim Buck Tuesday. Again, Wednesday, Sugar and Spice and Continuing to Serve. Uh, you've got the Lex Vegas show, of course, the, the bread and butter of Redline Radio on Thursday nights. He's always got great guests, comedians. It's funny. He loves to just shoot the shit. Great show. you got Steel City Renegades who apparently we have a beef with because, again, our sticker is the official sticker that looks just like Lee Money's penis. We have it right here. Life-size, as you can see. I have a pretty big hand, so comparison, that's it. <laughs> but, yeah, great shows on Redline Radio. Check it all out, everybody. Look at Facebook. They, they, they post the shows. They promote the hell out of everything. We can't thank them enough for all that. Check it out. Great content. Check it out. And last but not least, we have not gotten a call yet tonight. Have it. I gave that number. We want to give these stickers Let's away. Give it All again. Right. Studio two Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning Service LLC Hotline. Give us a call. 440-444-7251. If we've said anything you disagree with, whether I'm guaranteeing there's been a lot. Lee just of said we people. got canceled. <laughs> and I guess our show just got canceled. Um, He's pulling the plug. This is like Howard Stern with MMS back in the nineties. <laughs> All right, but we are back, though, for the second half. I always say that. It's not half. We, we, we break an hour in. But we are going to quickly try to break down the AFC and NFC North, as I said. We're going to do team needs. We're going to do it once a week. We're going to be talking about um, mine and Dave's shows. I said Steel City Renegades, didn't I? And that's how I talked about the sticker. Oh, uh, we, we forgot about Dave's specific show. We forgot about Lee's. Um, I mean, I didn't. Money's Crazy Mind, and we forgot about the scoop. I don't have time to read every show on the list, Lee. We got, we got time. You know, it's funny. Is I here. haven't heard any of them mention our show when they're on there. I mean, apparently, Lee, I didn't get to hear the segment yet, but I heard Lee talked about us and our stickers on Saturday. It's so okay. we'll, I'll have to go back and listen to that. Chipper and, told me all about it. Chipper, and the feud continues. Chipper said that was the last straw. When you talk bad about us, that's why Chipper wants his own show. He wants to just vent about Lee, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But we're going to break down the AFC and NFC North, their team needs, where they're drafting. Again, we're not going to we're not going to go into detail on the players because if you go into detail on the players, it kind of ruins our mock draft. Maybe I'll throw a couple names out of people I could see, but it's not a definitive locked in situation. So trust me, we have a juicy draft. I can't wait. Again, coming up the twenty seventh. If you guys are interested, we will do a full thirty two pick mock draft. We go back and forth. We don't split. We want to my mock versus Kyle's. Basically, we like to compare and contrast. We're going to do all that on the twenty seventh. Can't wait. However. Today we're doing the AFC and NFC North, so let's get right underway with it. St- oh, we're getting a call. Getting a call here on the Fitz Trash Bin. Who thinks it's Lee? I hope it's Lee. Hello, caller. What's going on, guys? You're talking AFC I, North. I knew it. <laughs> You're talking AFC North, and I got a team in the AFC North that you, definitely needs some needs. You do have a team in the AFC North that has some needs. Let's lead off with the Steelers, Yeah, we'll start we? with the Steelers. I was going to go in alphabetical order, but who cares? 
All right, so what do you think? Lee, what do you think the Steelers need the most of? In the- I, have, I have two positions here. One of them is kind of a, uh, a hybrid position, if you will. It's, it's, a, it's a, a group of positions. Um, but what, what do you say, Lee? What do you think is the biggest need for the Steelers? Well, we definitely need some wide receivers since Joe, uh, Juju left. And now it looks like Deontay Johnson's uh, contract is going to be too expensive for the Steelers to afford. But he drops every ball that he catches, so why not get rid of him anyway? I doubt he um, dropped the pen when he signed that new contract. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. But anyway. Uh, so we definitely need some wide receivers. We still need to beef up that O-line quite a bit. We definitely need some help on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, and I know that those were all things that Chipper mentioned Saturday. Uh, you know, so, you know, I definitely agree that we should probably look at those positions in the first round of the draft. And if any of the quarterbacks are left, maybe try to take them in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, 20th millionth, and 947 million round, but whatever. Only seven. But, <laughs> I, I understand that. <laughs> He's thinking years to come, they're still going to need a quarterback in the next I mean, back years. in the day, there used to be like 30 rounds almost, it felt like. So, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, you Lee. That's exactly who I have. So, for Pittsburgh, they're picking 20th this year. I have them. Yep. I don't have any players linked to them, but they are. They have been linked to damn near every quarterback in the draft. So, I have them with a mm-hmm. quarterback or an offensive lineman because they could use either of them. Last year, you took a first-round pick. You used it on Najee Harris. Good running back. The guy had to carry the ball a ton. It didn't amount to as much as it should for the number of carries and touches that he had. So the offensive line would really help that out. Mitch Trubisky, unfortunately, doesn't really expand the field, nor did Ben Roethlisberger, though. So you're kind of in the same situation with Mitch Trubisky if you don't bring in a different quarterback. So I think offensive line is probably your biggest need if you don't take a quarterback, in my opinion. I saw Chipper said a defensive lineman, maybe. Second or third round. Oh, he said second or third. I thought he was talking first. Was he first? I thought I think he said second or third. I could be wrong. I yeah, think I they mean, should. Be... is taking anything but quarterback in the first round, and then we'll deal with quarterback in the later rounds. But like I said, I don't necessarily disagree with him. No, I mean, you have Mitch Trubisky if... with a two-year contract, so there's really no rush right. for a quarterback. And this year would be a but project if a Malik Willis anyway. or right if a Malik Willis or you know the quarterback from the Skinsky is still sitting there at twenty. If you don't pull the trigger, you're kind of dumb. And with this being Kevin Colbert's last draft, you would think he would want to go out with somewhat of a bang. Yeah, I mean, how great would that look on his resume to draft a, the, the potential franchise quarterback as he's going out? He can say, hey, I left you guys in good hands. Here you mm-hmm. go. Uh, so stuff. that's probably why he's going to take Kenny Pickett, and you guys are going to suck for the next 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... No, I agree though. I might, 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 and here we go. Not cheating again. My, no, my two I mean, picks. I think it's that they pretty obvious to, for the for the Steelers. Offensive line and quarterback. I think offensive line needs to be good too. But like Lee's saying that that quarter, one of those quarterbacks are there at at that pick. Then you take them. You you have to. I mean, absolutely. You probably won't play this year if if any. Um, but you build for the future. All right, Lee. We appreciate the call. We're going to move on because we just have ten minutes left. So we got to try to knock all these teams out and then get just the tip done. <laughs> um, oh, all right. There it was. What's that? I'll put it in the comments for you guys, though. Okay. okay. Right. Sounds good, brother. Cool. Nice talking to you. All right, cool. All right, bye. All right, next up, we are going from Pittsburgh to – let's go to Baltimore next. Why not spice it up a little bit, shake things up? I've, I mean, I'll start. I mean, I think they need they need offensive line for sure, and they also need wide receiver help. 
Um, I, I think they need to get somebody out there to help catch balls. I mean, it's kind of funny, though. Think about the, the, the number of first-round picks they've used on quarterback or wide receivers. They took Hollywood Brown right. three years ago. They just took Rashad Bateman in the first round last year. Sure. For me, I think offensive lineman is the no-brainer move for the Baltimore Ravens, which is exactly why they'll probably take a defensive player. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're a defensive-minded team. They apparently have no interest in they protecting They definitely Lamar need Jackson. offensive line because what's-his-face retired I mean, last year? Offensive line would be the, the biggest. Uh, Andrew Villanueva. Yeah. Offensive line would be the biggest need for them, the biggest help, and I absolutely can see them nah, not they taking just like, it. They just like seeing um, Jackson get sacked all the time. There's so really good okay. offensive linemen in this draft. I mean, they could come away with Tyler Lindenbaum at, at, at what are they picking, 14th? I have it. Yeah, 14th, who's a stud. Mm-hmm. He's a great center. I think he's one of the best offensive linemen in the, in the draft, but because he's a center, he'll be pushed back a little bit. Somebody might steal him in the 20s. I mean, the Steelers could end up with him, for God's sake. He's a really good player, and he would be great. Um Bengals going O-line. Yeah, more than likely. We'll get to them in a second here. But, yeah, so for the Ravens, I have offensive line is the no-brainer yeah. pick for me. I mean, if they even think about anybody else, then great as a Browns fan. I, I hope so, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, next up, we will go to Cincinnati. So Cincinnati offensive line, uh, they're picking 31st. It's exactly who I have. I have offensive line as well because they they made a couple signings. I mean, they got Lale Collins from the the, the Cowboys. They've who done just well released. in the offseason. They signed a lot of guys who were okay. Right. Like, you're not But those not really okay guys Joe were Burrow. better than what they had sure. last year. They had one of the worst offensive lines in football, but they then just replaced them with a couple of guys. You know what I mean? Nobody great. So I still think drafting an offensive lineman, if there's a great one available at 31, would be the no-brainer move. Which means they're going to sign another receiver. Yeah, they're going to draft whoever the fastest receiver is because God knows they can't. They can't <laughs> it worked for them last year. So yeah, honestly. <laughs> can't hurt this year. All right, and then that will get us to the Cleveland Browns who don't pick till the 44th overall pick because, you know of course, position, they traded for Deshaun You know Deshaun position Watson. they don't need? I was going to say quarterback. So. They don't need a quarterback for a long time, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns, I'll start. They're picking 44th. Obviously, the no-brainer pick a lot of people have is wide receiver. Okay, sure. cut and dry. We need a wide receiver. I get it. A lot of people don't really want to admit this, but our defense needs a lot of help. So I just put D because it could be anybody. I mean, we need an edge. We need a defensive tackle. We need linebackers. Yes. We need safeties. Yep. We're okay at corner. I don't think we'd get we'd go depth at forty four for like a fourth or fifth corner. So, I I just really think we need almost any position on defense. I'm I wouldn't be surprised at all if they took a defensive player. And again, regardless of position, literally, it's what I have. You can see here, defense. That's yeah. it. It's it it's, it's covers everything yep. because we need help. I didn't everywhere. want to go one specific position because a lot of people ask like, what do you think the Browns are going to do? The options are endless. Yeah. I'm not going to get I think fixated on one position because there's so many options. There is a deep class of defensive players that we could choose from. I think at yes. that pick at, in the second round, it's best available Absolutely. for our defense Absolutely. to take them. I think they're still trying to make some moves in the offseason to bring a re- receiver in, trade for one, sign one, whatever. Yeah, there were rumors. Go we defense. didn't talk about it yet, but there were rumors that the, the Browns were linked to Brandon Cooks for the Texans. But the Texans' asking price was a second-round pick, which is fucking absurd. Yeah, fuck that. That's He's absurd. Worth third. So... Yeah, I have wide receiver defense. I think that's the main main goal for the early rounds of the draft. Yeah, absolutely. Late rounds, I mean, you go for depth. I think we need another tight end. We're going to give Njoku a big contract, but Harrison Bryant can't stay healthy. Right. <clears throat> Austin Hooper will be gone as of June 1st, so he's out of the question. You need another tight end. However, Stefanski did say we're not going to be running the three tight end sets anymore because of the setup, which means more wide receivers, which means we need to draft wide receivers then. Right. So plenty of options, plenty of people out there. I'm excited to see what Andrew Berry does. Uh, now we go to the NFC, and we're going to start. We'll do these in alphabetical order. Why not? Chicago Bears. Kyle, lead us off. The Bears. Um, they, what, what they, what's the biggest piece they lost this season? 
their wide receiver. And Khalil Mack. I mean, oh, they lost true. a lot. They lost a lot. So I, I, that's true. So I'm gonna, I put number one as their biggest need is wide receiver. I think they need to give someone for Justin Fields to get the ball to. Um, he lost a big target. Um, I think that's they should be their number one go-to. This is such a deep wide receiver class. They wouldn't or should not have a problem finding one that would help them. Um, my second one with them was was uh, edge rusher or cornerback. Okay. Good. I mean, honestly, the Chicago Bears are kind of in a situation because, of course, they traded away this year's first-round pick to get Justin Fields last year. They traded up with the Giants, I believe. And their first pick doesn't come till 39. So they're getting a top 40 player. However... They need that first-round pick because their team is in shambles. They really oh, yeah. don't have a lot of talent on that roster. I feel bad for Justin Fields. The one thing that I took away last year was how much he got destroyed. Yep. Bad offensive line. So for me, their number one need is an offensive lineman. You have to protect your franchise quarterback. You traded multiple draft picks to get this guy. you got to protect him. It's sure. the Joe Burrow situation all over again. You have a franchise guy, protect him. So I'm going all offensive lineman, but any of those positions, positions wouldn't surprise me because they need so much. They're not a very good team overall. Poor Justin Fields. Here's hoping for the best. He gets that offensive line help that Lamar Jackson just can't get. Uh, next up, Detroit. The Lions with the number two overall pick. They really have pick of the litter, literally. They can take whoever they want. Depending on who Jacksonville takes one, <clears throat> I think Jacksonville's going on. They're going to take Walker or uh, Aiden Hutchinson. They're going an edge rusher, I would think. Um, just a matter of which one they prefer. I think the latter would go to the Lions. Yeah. So they're either coming away with Aiden Hutchinson or uh, Tra- Traylon Waller Walker from Georgia. Great picks for them. They need so much. Again, they're another bad team. Uh, they could use a quarterback. I don't think they'll take one at two. They 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 need a lot. They're they they overachieved last year and they still ended up with the number two pick. If that's they that's need saying a whole something. new team. Period. They they really do. They're they're a bad team. <laughs> I like Dan Campbell. I like his attitude. That I he can't brings. wait to watch him at Hard Knocks this year because they're, they're, not, they're the be Hard exciting. Knocks team. You know, it's going to be fun to watch. His uh, his attitude and anger aggression is going to be really interesting to watch. He likes biting kneecaps, as he says. Uh, uh, so yeah, the Lions. I can see them honestly going. They're going to go defensive line. I, I assume because of the the talent that's loaded up at the top. Um, they took Panay Sewell last year, so they're not going to go offensive lineman again. So defensive line, I think, is where it's at. I don't think they're going to reach on a quarterback at two. There's nobody worth it, in my opinion. If they do. Could be the, uh, the 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 writing on the wall for a new regime already in Detroit if they take a quarterback. Seems like it's changing every two or three years up there. I mean, I put for the Lions, I put safety, linebacker. I mean, just defense in general. They need to stack that defense and, and get some pieces in there. They have some promising people on on the offense, yet they tied your team. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Other back and forth, I like it. Um, but the uh, I, I think that they have some promising pieces on the wide receiver core. I mean, that rookie last year came out of nowhere with playing with Yeah, Jared. Amra St. Brown. Yeah, I mean, he carried me to a fantasy championship last year. Um, but I think I think defense is where the Lions need to build up. Hopefully they do, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, Detroit is a complete rebuild of a team. And, again, they could go anywhere, but I think they're just going to go with best available, and that's going to be a defensive lineman. just depends on which one is there. So they're in a good situation there too to come away with a good player. Next up we have the Green Bay Packers who are picking 22 and 29. They have two first round picks. They're the first of many to, for us to talk about that have two first round picks. They need a quarterback. I mean, couldn't hurt. <laughs> Jordan Love's not very good. Andrew uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play forever. Um realistically though, I think everybody knows this. They, they got to go wide receiver. Yeah. Um do I think they go double picks on wide receiver and go 22 and 29? I don't think so. However, this is just me speaking out loud here. They could go wide receiver 22 and then 29. They could go with a defensive player. They need help on defense at almost every position as well. Or 
package these picks up, move up into the top 10, come away with one of the elite wide receiver prospects. That's kind of what I could see them doing. Like one of the guys. Yeah, to get Alave, if they want Alave, they're probably going to have to trade up. I don't think he'll be there at 22. Burks might, but even then you're really, really risking it. Burks was just in Cleveland today. Yeah, I, I, I would assume if you're the Packers, I would try. I would trade those two picks, move up into the top 10, and try to come away with a Garrett Wilson or a Chris Olave for Aaron Rodgers. I think that would be dynamic. Yeah, you need to give him a weapon. You need to give him something so he doesn't lose his mind this year. But wide receiver makes <clears> sense. If they stay where they're at, I think wide receiver and I think offensive line or edge rusher because they need some help in that defensive line too. Absolutely. I mean, they need a lot of a lot of things. I mean, they were the number one seed in the NFC last year. They're a great team. But they had a lot of holes. You have the reigning MVP. But, yeah, they're, they're, they have some holes then, and they lost a lot of players. Zadarius Smith left. I mean, a lot of people are gone. <laughs> he went to Minnesota. That's great. Well, with a stop in Baltimore along the way. You wanted to say hi. You wanted to stop I by and hang out I love that he said people. fuck you to them. That made me so happy. What do we got? We got Dorsey's about to trade 15 picks for Baker Mayfield. Not so fast, buddy boy. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, unfortunately, we're stuck with Baker right now. <laughs> All right. Um, then we have Minnesota. They're picking 12th. Number one team need for them, corner. Yes. They need secondary help. However, is that who you had? I had number one was corner, yep. I have a curveball. Uh, okay. Quarterback. Really? Interesting. A lot of people aren't thinking about this, but it kind of reminds year, me. This year, though? This draft class? Get a guy to sit behind Cousins for a couple, a year or two, maybe just one. You have your project guy. Cousins is making a lot of money. Yeah. The production for the money that he's making isn't worth it to a new regime, especially new head coach, new front office. Is it time that they move on? It could be the shocker because there's always teams that draft a quarterback you don't expect. Look at when the Packers did it. Right, with Jordan, yeah. They took Jordan Love and everybody and their brother was freaking out because they're like, you have Aaron Rodgers. Why the fuck would you take a quarterback? That is a curveball. I didn't even think about that. It was my little little surprise. I, threw I, I, I had cornerback and edge rusher because they need that. They need defense. They need help. a lot. Don't get me wrong. The Vikings are but, especially defensively. But quarterback would be interesting. You know, I, I would think that they, something to think about. My my thought would they be hold out till next year because I think next year's draft class for quarterbacks right. is a lot better. But no, it's interesting. But I'm that curious. means they're going to have to suck to get one. So True. are they willing to give up another losing season with a yeah. brand new regime, or are they going to say let's just get a guy to learn? And then next year, we, we take that next step. You never know. Just, again, something to think about. If they took a quarterback, you heard it here Great. first. That's all we need is for them to take a quarterback. Thinking and Justin's loud. ego just blows up even more. All right. With that being said, speaking of things being big, just the tip. It's time. Just the tip. Tim, start us off, my friend. Well, since we're talking about tips, um, I'm going to bring up mine. You know, on, on oh. Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday, I definitely uh, talked about the comedy scene in Cleveland. So today I'm going to show you all an example. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday night, actually every Thursday um, at the Bliss Bistro, uh, uh, Ulysse Dickerson, uh, she does, she hosts a show. And we have many comedians that come out. Um, I'm, I pop up. Sometimes I might do a show, I might not, but I'm there with a lot of amazing comedians, and there's some that are actually putting a show together. Uh, shout out to to Uncle Lou, um, Skip Lou. He is putting a uh, show together that gives people an opportunity to audition for a show that is going to be on Tubi and on um, Crackle and, I believe, Amazon Prime as well. No kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're a comic, uh, you come out every Thursday. They basically will scout you, and basically, you know, if you come and and do your your thing, do your thug thizzle, you could be in the movie. Um, But if you want to just come out and enjoy some comedy, this place with the Bliss Bistro has really great food, really 
nice prices on the drinks, and there's a lot of beautiful women. And if you like men, there's usually some nails there too. So that's awesome. <laughs> maybe that they can like give you a tip. Right? What's, what's the chances of getting slapped while on stage? <laughs> well, you getting slapped on stage could be likely, but you're gonna get slapped back. I'm just telling you, <laughs> you, you you don't want to do that. But that is my tip. That's awesome. awesome. So is is it an open mic or is it like a, a showcase? It is an open mic. Uh, okay, it nice. is an open mic. Um, but uh, one of them, like it depends on depends on what it is. And, and a lot of times you do a, con- a contest. Okay. So if you are the best of the night and everybody votes you in uh, as the best of the night, you will get you will get a cash prize. I've actually won one night. No so. shit, that's awesome. Hell yeah, Congrats, dude. That's dude. awesome, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's awesome. Dude. I love comedy, so that's great to hear. Let's promote more of that. Yes, sir. Maybe we should make a night out to go watch uh, Tim. Absolutely, I want to for sure. We'll definitely set that up. I would love for y'all to come see me. Hundred percent. We'll talk about our balls in public with you. <laughs> I talk about my nuts all the time in public, so don't worry. As you should. Perfect. <laughs> all right, my just a tip. Um, new show just dropped last week for us Marvel and comic book fanatics. I'm going to guarantee you that most people did not know this was even a comic and probably thought that Marvel just made it up. Um, show is called Moon Knight. Just dropped on Disney Plus last Wednesday. Uh, second episode dropped today. I haven't watched it yet, uh, but this is a comic. It's been around for a while now. Um, it is basically just a uh, a guy who has multiple personalities. Um, he one personality. He's kind of a nerdy, normal, everyday life kind of person. The other personalities of his is he's a mercenary. He's a um, basically just a killer, um, as you see in his picture right here. This is the Moon Knight version of his personalities. Um, but the entire first episode is him kind of fighting with the demons inside, kind of fighting um, with the different personalities, trying to take over. He ends up in different different situations that he didn't realize he put himself into. Great show. Uh, some people are like a little weird about it because they didn't understand it. Um, but if you have any idea who this character is, look it up before you watch the show. You really get into it. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, if you've watched Star Wars, it's the guy who plays... I think, is it Hal on Star Wars is the main character in this movie? You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Talking about in the new, in the, in the yeah. seven, uh, seven right. through nine, right? Yes, yeah. Um, great, great show. Check it out. It's on, it's on Disney+. Plus. It is every Wednesday. I think it's a 10-episode season. Um, but, yeah, give it a chance. You'll like it. All right. I heard it's great. I'll, I'm going to be watching it for sure. I'm yeah. just waiting for more episodes to come out so I can binge. For sure. All right. My Just the Tip is a book. I'm a little bit of a nerd. I like to read. My tip is The Tattooist of Auschwitz. It's exactly what you think it is. It is a book about the Holocaust and a guy who gets taken away from his family to go work at the, at the, the camps. And he, at the time, doesn't know what it is. So it's the beginning of the, the Holocaust, and it's him thinking they're just taking him to this work camp. He's going to go. It is what it is. He packed a bag. He brought some books and some nice stuff, thinking it's going to be cool. They take all the shit. They throw him in these in these tight rooms, you know how the Holocaust goes, I don't have to explain it to you, and he ends up going, he gets a job as the tattooist, so he has to literally tattoo all the people coming in, he has to tattoo the the Jewish number on them, like marking them as a Jew, and along the way he makes friends, he starts getting some things and making trades with people, and like, it's a really, really detailed look at what happened inside of it, and I thought it was just a novel when I read it, and then when the book ended, I I googled the guy who was the main person, because in the back, it's a true story. No shit. I had no idea. It was actually really, really informative. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fascinated with Holocaust stuff. It's crazy to me. I just don't understand how it happened. It's still like it's hard to process when you really think about how fucking terrible it was. So the book was eye opening. It was really, really good. I highly recommend it. I, I, I loved it. It's fitting we end the show with this book and we start the show with the master. Yeah, I'm yep. all about change. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I'm here for the better. <laughs> what an episode we've had today, folks. Yeah, so sorry, Kata. Dave. We went a little long. It's a... Uh, Kata, you a fucking G? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Kata. But, uh, yeah, we went a little long because, obviously, Dave hasn't gotten us our water cooler or Lee. I don't even know who you want to put the we've blame on at this We've stopped for point. about 20 break times for water breaks here. See this, guys? I'm, drinking, I'm bringing my own water, okay? Bush League. Let's get this water cooler, right, Lee? How many I mean, times do we have I to think ask? Lee turned the air off when he left, too. <laughs> it did get way hotter in here as soon as Lee left. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Talking About Balls. On behalf of everyone here, what would you do if you had a million dollars? See ya. <laughs>